Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 3, titled... Flipping the Switch. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. First and foremost, uh, the swap meet acquisition. That's a thing that's happening. Uh, Cameron and Donna have been laying the groundwork for a little bit. Uh, They've already met with the management over there, just sort of establishing a rapport. And now Boz is being sent over as the advance man to hand over the initial offer for the acquisition, for that company. And Diane sort of goes with him, just as, like, sort of a backup. Uh, And after they exchange pleasantries, the first thing they notice as they're waiting for uh, the senior staff of Swapmeet to greet them is they notice, huh, it's kind of dead around here. Everything's quiet, the parking lot's fairly empty, just a bunch of, just a bunch of nothing going around here. And then the management comes out and it's like, oh, all the handshakes happen, and they're like, hey, let's have a tour. And they ask about why everything's so quiet, and they're like, oh yeah, uh, we pulled an all-nighter, so pretty much everyone's gone home for the day. We only have, like, uh, bare-bones staff around because of that all-nighter. And they have this whole meeting. They have this nice, grand old time. And then the phone starts ringing. And it keeps ringing. And no one answers it. And Boz is like, hey, you gonna get that? You gonna get that? You gonna get that? Don't you have a receptionist? You gonna get that? And they're like, uh, yeah, the receptionist, uh, I don't know, I guess the receptionist is out to lunch or something. Like, hey, can somebody get that? Okay, everything's this this offer. And then Boz immediately understands what's going on here and is like, okay. I, I get it. And he tears up the check and is like, you know, I think we may have overvalued you. I think you may have misled us as to the size of your company. We were going to give you 600 grand, uh, but I'm thinking 400 or 350 even. And the swap meet assholes are just like, uh, but, 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 but R.I.P., but R.I.P. And Boz is like, ah, no, 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 uh. You're smaller than a 600 grand acquisition. So, they basically just got $250,000 saved from the swap meet guys flat out lying about the size of their business. Because, of course. 
And by the way, I love the tag team of Boz and Diane in this. Like, they are badass together. Like, they just went in there and were just, like, so aggressive on the business end of things. And it was just, it was an awesome team-up. I loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, but that's pretty much the only good thing going on at Mutiny at the moment. Because Gordon got asked to attend, like, these, uh... Regular meetings. And he's in there with Boz and Cameron and Donna. And some decisions are made that Gordon disagrees with. And he vehemently disagrees with these. Uh, Especially when the whole Ryan situation comes up. And they're like, okay, who should we replace him with? Who should we replace him with? Uh, and And Gordon's like, who wrote the original code for what he was working on? And Donna's like, oh, uh, Tom did that. And Gordon's like, okay, who's Tom? Oh, wait, he's not here? Hire him back. Wait, what do you mean you won't hire him back? Like, that's the obvious choice. Not knowing that Cameron uh, (laughs) dated Tom. (laughs) And he he is her ex-boyfriend. And it is a sore subject. And a whole argument breaks out over what to do, what to do, what to do. And then Gordon just storms out. And (laughs) Donna makes the crack of like, oh, a lot's happened while you were off doing other things. And then Gordon takes this to mean it's a jab against him for the very, very brief affair. And he's like, God, I only screwed her once. So... Yeah, this has been made awkward. And and Donna and Gordon have this big, big, colossal fight. And Gordon sort of goes off in his corner and simmers down. Donna goes off into her corner and simmers down. Uh, Gordon has a heart to heart with Cameron. Uh, He apologizes for the... For the lack of sensitivity and the lack of prior knowledge he had about the whole Tom situation. Uh, Apologizes for the whole cracks about her living under the same roof as them, and it's like, don't worry, you are not the cause of the problems between me and Donna, whatever, that's not a, that's not a thing. And, uh, Donna talks to Boz, and Boz is like, hey, I mean, look, he, he made this awful mistake, and that's horrible, but, like, you can tell he definitely cares, like, you can sense it from, like, a mile away. You can sense it from across the room. And, like, guys have done a lot worse than that. So, maybe this is... Maybe he's been punished enough. Maybe, like, he's proven himself enough. And eventually, Gordon and Donna kind of come to an understanding. Uh, They simmer down. They get uh, back into another meeting. And then immediately another argument breaks out because Cameron's like, oh, I'll fill the Ryan void. I'll tackle that code because I also did it with Tom. (laughs) And Gordon's like, oh, we're waiting on you as is. Like, that's a that's a ridiculous idea. And then like a whole shouting match starts and like that's how the episode ends on that front. <laughs> like that's the last that we see of mutiny for that episode. And it's literally just like this 
zoom out of like, oh, those crazy kids at mutiny and they're arguing. <laughs> By the way, speaking of, of Ryan, Ryan jumps through a bunch of hoops with Joe this episode. Ryan is doing work at Joe McMillan's place. I forget the name of it. McMillan Utilities. There we go. Uh, doing work at McMillan Utilities and being very confused as to why Joe actually hired him. Very confused as to what his job is supposed to be. What he's supposed to be working on. Uh, he goes to a party at Joe's. And they talk and have a nice time. Uh, at one point, Cameron goes over to Ryan's house and is like, Hey, look. I know you probably feel like the most important person in the world right now, but Joe will F you over. Like, you will be burned by Joe McMillan. It, like, it, that, that is what he does. That is what happens when you get into Joe McMillan's orbit. He did it to me. He did it to Gordon. Even Donna, the nicest person in the world, will not speak to him. That should tell you everything you need to know. And Ryan, being the idiot that he is, is like, that's ah, fine. Ah, it's probably nothing. Whatever. Uh, he eventually is told, hey, sit in this high-level meeting with me. Sit in this giant corporate meeting with me, even though you were just hired. And it's a meeting about 2.0. Because they're working on a new version of this software. And they're like, okay, how much are we charging? How much are we charging for 2.0? And Ryan's like, wait a minute, you you said that freedom from fear should be free, then why are you charging? Like, it, it should be free for everyone. It's brought up in the meeting, and he's laughed out of the room, basically. He brings it up to Joe again, after timidly saying, I guess $14.95 is a good price. Uh, just to cover his own ass and save him from the embarrassment. Uh, he goes to Joe again and is like, hey, no, 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 no. Free, 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 free. It needs to be free. It needs to be free. It needs to be free. And then eventually Joe comes around after his whole, like, that's not the reality of the situation. Blah, 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 blah. Eventually Joe goes over to Ryan's cubicle and is like, okay, pack your things. Tomorrow we're starting to work out of my place. If we're not charging for 2.0, we need a new revenue stream. We need to figure that out. So Ryan's all happy with himself, like, yay, no charging. And Joe's like, oh, don't, don't get, don't get too happy yet. We might fail. Uh, there's also some other smaller things happening in this episode. Cameron gives a guest lecture at uh, some university somewhere. And Joe tracks her down, Joe talks to her, and his story is that he's a student and is learning code, but we're not entirely sure whether or not that is the case. We're not entirely sure if he is indeed learning code or not, because he says, like, oh, maybe I got tired of being called a salesman who doesn't know how to code, and... But we don't see any proof of what he's saying. Like, the show doesn't tell us, yeah, he's definitely doing this. 
So for all we know, he just tracked down Cameron randomly out of the blue. Both are equally likely at this stage of the show. And they have a whole conversation. Uh, It goes to Ryan. It goes to how Cameron burned everything down at West Group. And Joe, like, thanks her for it. Like, how could I rise from the ashes if you weren't there to burn it all down? And then after a while, Cameron just storms away like, yeah, I'm not buying this. And Joe has the best crack of... You don't have to buy it, Cameron. Haven't you heard? I'm giving it away for free. What a dick. What an absolute dick. What an absolute douchebag. God, Joe is that peak douchebag this season. He really, really is. And I love it. Oh, also, Gordon messes around with an old ham radio a bunch, and it's a whole thing. Who cares? Uh, But yeah. That's the episode. That happened. (laughs) Not the happiest of times for our main characters. But hey, they got the acquisition number down. So that's good, I guess. But like, Gordon and Donna went through a whole kerfuffle in their marriage. Uh, Joe and Cameron had this big standoff moment. Like, everyone's just having bad times. As is... Pretty much standard for Halt and Catch Fire, (laughs) if I'm being totally honest. Anyway, literally as I started the outro, I had technical difficulties. As I started the goddamn outro. Why does the world hate me? Why does everything work against me all the time? I hate all the things. Uh, If you like this... Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 4. Talk to you then.